Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald and I will be your host as we continue on this journey of exploring all the ways that love is sending signals to us and through us. Welcome back everybody. This is episode 36 and I'm so glad that you're here. It's nighttime here in the desert and we've had kind of an overcast day. There's been some slight bit of rain. It's been a beautiful day. It's very crisp and the sun peaked out a few times at the very beginning of the day at sunrise before making its way behind the clouds and then again this afternoon before it set. So it's been it's been kind of a soft, sweet day and I'm happy to be here recording this episode. So in today's episode, I want to talk about two things and I want to share a letter. So I guess that's three things total. The first thing I want to talk about is the two room theory, which is a theory that my partner and I came up with a while back that I want to share with you all. And I think of that because it relates to the second thing I want to talk about, which is lofty questions or identity shift statements, um, which comes from the world of Mind Valley. Vishen Lakiani is the um, owner and you know, kind of the the visionary behind that entire coaching and wellness company. And one of the early on teachers, Christy Marie Sheldon, uh, came up with this idea of lofty questions, and he augmented it to make it into identity shift statements. So I want to talk about that. And I want to share a letter with you all that feels really beautiful and really sweet. So let's start there. So take a breath. If you aren't comfortable, either walking, standing, sitting, or lying down, (laughs) um, take a moment to get comfortable because I feel like this is one that's nice to just relax into, to let your body relax. And if you're walking or out and about, you can still find some more ease and relaxation in your body, even as you're in movement, right? Just maybe breathe a little softer, slower, relax your face. I'm yawning now. (laughs) As I describe that, relax your face, relax your hands. Just notice any areas where you might be carrying some tension and just let it relax. Drop your shoulders down. It's safe to relax. (laughs) All right. So this is from March 2nd of 2021. And there's a beautiful little doodle I did here um, that I'll describe to you at the end. My adventurous heart, I see you letting the shifts in life prompt you to question and reflect. What do you really want? And what will satisfy your heart? Remember, you get to choose it all. And I am here. You are not alone in any of this. You are loved, you are safe, always, always, always. And it is safe for you to live a beautiful, wild, and brave life. And it's inevitable. If you ever feel overwhelmed, let yourself slow down and savor. Let yourself breathe. And let yourself turn things over to the divine. Remember, you are supported and guided. The overwhelm is an invitation to surrender again, to let yourself be rapturously held by the abundant waters of life. Ah. (laughs) So there's a, a really 
kind of loose sketch of me or a woman, but it's, it's me. I know it's me. I did it. <laughs> um, in a bathing suit, just floating in the water and her hands are out to the sides or palms up towards the sky. Her legs are a little bit bent, just kind of outstretched and her face, her eyes are closed and she has a little soft smile and her hair is floating out in the water. And there's all these kind of ripples of the water around her. And then there's the word held kind of nestled into various spots in the water around her. Held, 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 held. This love letter felt so potent to me. And as I was, you know, just kind of leafing through this journal. And I love the way that it relates to, I believe it was last week's episode where I talked about this idea of giving it over to God, right? And which to me feels like a way of bringing more love to a situation give things over to God rather than needing to control it all or to know it all. We were talking about the unknown and, um, you know, maybe reframing things that are hard for us like the wind. And so this idea of, you know, if you feel overwhelmed, I thought that was an interesting theme I was exploring here. If you feel overwhelmed, let that be an invitation to give things over to the divine, give it over to God and to remember that you're supported let it be an invitation. Let the discomfort of overwhelm be an invitation. The other thing I really love about this letter, I mean, there's so many things I love about this one, but um, I love that I say it's inevitable, you know, that it's safe for you to live a beautiful, wild, and brave life. And it's inevitable. I've always loved that phrase or that really that word, inevitable. There's something soothing about it. Like, okay, it's going to happen. So what do you want to do in the meantime? I also chose this love letter because it ties into what I want to talk about here today, um, which is questions, these, these lofty questions. And I love that early on in the letter, I ask, what do you really want and what will satisfy your heart? And, he, you know, reading those questions reminded me, and, and this goes to the theme that I was thinking about as I prepared for this week's podcast of how many questions I found myself writing out as I worked on the manuscript for the Love Signals book. And as I really, you know, have worked on that manuscript and, and gone over it and edited it and read it again and again, <laughs> man, you end up reading your own writing a lot when you write a book. Um, I noticed how much questions were and are important to me and that they feel like a really powerful way to engage with ideas because questions they can spark our curiosity and this kind of openness in our minds and I think even to me it almost feels like on a nervous system level like on a body level questions can help us be more open whereas statements can sometimes make us feel like like do I do I like it do I not like it like we're kind of trying to judge how we feel about it whereas a question we're just like hmm that's interesting there's more of an openness, right? And this is where the two-room theory comes in. So Dylan, my partner, and I, um, we have talked about this idea that if there's some kind of truth, if there's some kind of universal truth that two people or even two groups that exist in totally separate rooms that have never been introduced to each other could arrive at the same conclusion, because they're they're t 
touching in on some bigger universal truth. And so it's cool because I feel like ever since we named that theory, it's something I've noticed. Like, oh my gosh, it's totally a two-room theory thing where it's like this person's landing on like a core truth or some core idea and they're so separate from this whole other person or this whole other tradition. And and this can be with things that are spiritual, with things that are self-development, but also with things that are just like understanding life and, and understanding human dynamics or priorities or so many different things. And um and so I I feel I as I was watching a uh, Mind Valley video on YouTube the other day and Vishen Lakiani was talking about these lofty questions, which I'll get to here in a moment. I felt like, oh my gosh, this is such a two-room theory moment because Vishen talks about how he really likes using these questions um, as part of a meditation practice. And that for him, they're actually even more powerful to use these questions than to just simply visualize how you want your life to be or how you want your day to be. And while he didn't name the exact things that I know I like about asking questions, which are like, I I like the way it basically prompts our minds to look for answers, right? It's a question is an open loop and our mind wants to close open loops and it, and it employs our subconscious and conscious mind to go and look for proof and go and kind of look for reasons and, and, and also to answer answer the question, basically, which is beautiful. So when we leave a question open, it actually lets all this all this powerful attention energy and perception energy in us to focus on that. Basically, it's a way of focusing. And so, and I and that's that's really what I hear him saying, or I guess what I feel him talk about when he talks about these lofty questions is that. Um, it's a way of focusing and bringing in these this the the identity that we really want. And so I just love that. And and so to get specific, what do I mean? What are these lofty questions? Well, as he explained in this video, um, Christy Marie Sheldon is the one who coined this phrase and this idea of lofty questions. And Vishen Lakiana liked it so much that he played around with it some and, and, you know, maybe changed it a little bit for his purposes. And so he calls them identity shift statements. But in this talk, he decided to call them lofty questions because he wanted to really honor the origin teacher of it, Christy Marie Sheldon. Um, But I, I wanted to make sure I shared both of those names with you because I think that's interesting. Lofty questions is fun, right? And then identity shift statements. I mean, they are still questions. Um, so maybe really they should be called identity shift questions um, are really about basically choose an affirmation, right? That's at least how I see it. Choose an affirmation and then add the word why to the beginning of it. And, you know, switch things around as needed to make it into a question. So let's use an example about wealth, right? So many people do affirmations for wealth and abundance. I am financially prosperous and abundance flows to me and through me, right? So then you would just change it to why am I financially prosperous 
and abundant and and why does abundance flow to me and through me so changing it to a why to a question why and and it's interesting i'm still kind of playing with these and seeing how it feels i'm used to what ifs those feel like the most soothing sometimes why can feel kind of aggressive to me like why (laughs) but i'm playing with it and seeing how it feels and i wanted to introduce you all to this idea too so that you could play with it and let me know your experience um and so you could use this in so many different ways and he he created a whole list of different examples and then he was saying that he likes to i think he basically has like 25 of these questions that he goes through in his own daily meditation and so for example there could be one that's about bliss why am i surrounded by bliss and happiness no matter what there could be one about being immune to overwhelm which ties into the love letter today why am i able to do so much in so little time there could be one about win-win in relationships why am i always surrounded by love and amazing people who i'm deeply connected to And then there's one about feeling inspired on demand. Why am I so brilliant, so genius, and so able to tap into source for instant inspiration? And then here's his for abundance. Why am I so good at making, keeping, and multiplying money? And then there's one for flow and ease. Why does the universe always have my back? And then the last one, this is an idea that he talks about in his various courses called Bending Reality. Um, which is basically about manifestation, right? Or, and and um, like on a pretty high level, like really not just like, mm, that's nice to think about. Let's, let's, let's manifest that. He really talks about deeply engaging, you know, your heart, your mind, your spirit with becoming the vessel for what, what wants to come through you, for being of service, for, for activating your full potential. He's a very uh, dynamic guy. So here's this one for bending reality. Why do my dreams and goals come to me with such ease and speed? So those are just examples of his questions, but he was encouraging people to create their own. And it's so fun because I I realized as I was thinking about how I wanted to teach you all about these lofty questions, it helped me analyze, well, wait, what are these? What are these really? And it's like, oh, they're affirmations but they're turned into why questions. And I just think that's fun. And I honestly, after saying those, you know, five or so out loud to you all, I feel a little tingly. <laughs> and that feels exciting to me. I think there's something here. So he talks about um, using these these um, lofty questions in the six-phase meditation, which is something that he teaches I think he has it's I think it's actually a free course or something if you just sign up for the Mind Valley kind of basic experience um which is free and then you can pay more for memberships and all that but I think it's called Be Extraordinary and it's his free program on there I'm pretty sure I'm not 100% sure I've paid for various levels of that both with individual member you know classes that he teaches on there and that other people teach and then I've also paid for like the all access so I, but I think that one is free. <laughs> that was a, that's my mediocre promo for that. <laughs> um, so to zoom out, I love hearing about how 
you know, people who I've never met Vishen. You know, I've been aware of him and, you know, he and I are both very aware of similar teachers. And so it makes sense that we would have um, come across ideas that are similar. But it's cool to hear how he's landing on the power of questions, the power of asking questions. Rather than telling your mind, oh, I want to see myself doing this and feeling this way and all these things, it's it's like, no, like it's actually even more powerful to just ask a question. Let's try that. Let's play with that. And I love that. And and like I said, that's some that's a theme that I noticed as I wrote this book, Love Signals, and as I explored this world of how to connect with love, which to me, that that can be an affirmation, right? That can be something we want to move towards. That can be a goal. As I've said to you from the beginning of the year, you know, what if this year was about connecting with more love? I really think it can be. And so I could see that as, as a question, right? Why is it so easy for me to connect with love all throughout the day in little moments and big moments very consistently? Why is that so easy <laughs> and natural and effortless? And why does it feel so good? <laughs> oh, it's fun. It's fun. Play with this. Play with this on your own. And let it be about whatever you want it to be about. Maybe it's about how ridiculously good looking you are. Maybe it's about how much fun you have on a daily basis. Maybe it's about how much you laugh. Maybe it's about how much ease and peace you're experiencing in your friendships and relationships. Maybe it's about how clear you feel about the next steps in your life. Why is it so easy for me to see the next step when it comes to my work, when it comes to my creative life? And I notice out loud as I'm saying all this that I'm adding, why is it so easy? I'm adding, is it so easy? Because I can't help but love suggesting ease as part of how things can go. And to me, ease isn't always that like things are easy and like you don't have to do any effort. Easy can also mean that it just feels right. It feels like the next logical step. There's a sense of energy beyond myself behind it. That's part of what ease feels like to me. It's when it's not just me doing it. There's there's almost energy that's pulling me forward and carrying me along. It makes me think of that drawing I have in my journal from the letter of today, which is all about just feeling held, right? Held by the waters of life that supported, held, carried along. I mean, you know, I think that was supposed to be like in a pool or something, but I have spent many days of my life playing in creeks and rivers and the current can't help but want to take you on a journey. So it kind of reminds me of that too. All right. I hope that this inspired you all to play with some why questions. And if you already have some affirmations you're enjoying working with in your day-to-day life, try them out as why. Try Try them out as questions. As always, I hope that you make this your own, play with it, enjoy it, and may you feel held. May any uncomfortable emotions that find you in the coming week feel like invitations to give it over to the divine and 
open up to even more ease, even more love, slow down a little. Remember that you can choose to shift your focus and come back to the deeper truth. You can remember the deeper truth of just how loved you are and just how supported you are. So if you're loving this podcast, if you want to support the podcast, it helps me so much if you subscribe, if you share with other people. Word of mouth is my favorite. (laughs) And also if you um, rate this podcast, if you haven't already. And for anybody who's already done that, thank you. I really appreciate it. If you want to reach out to me, if you want to tell me how the why experiment of Lofty Questions went for you, you can reach out to me at lovesignalspodcast at gmail.com. That's lovesignalspodcast at gmail.com. And one final announcement here. We're getting so close, so, 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 so close to the release, the official release of Love Signals, the book. And I'm so excited, you all. I'm just doing a few tiny final reviews and... um In the next few weeks here, I think it's going to be coming out. It's been a beautiful process. I've been savoring it every step of the way, as I've shared. And I can't wait for anyone and everyone who wants to hold it, wants to read it, to get that opportunity. All right. There is so much love here for you. May you continue to feel it more and more every single day, in every single way. Until next time. Take care.